Hey, welcome everyone. This is your host, Kirby Gregory, and this is the Now That We're Men podcast. I got a special guest with me today, Kyle. Kyle O'Quinn, you want to introduce yourself? What's going on? <laughs> my name's Kyle <laughs> O'Quinn, and i um, come in to talk about these interesting topics with Kirby. Hell yeah. Try not to punch a hole through my wall. Kirby and Kirby. <clears throat> uh, and I, actually, this is episode five. I think I forgot to mention that. Uh, or, or Cinco, as my darker friends like Manny would say. <laughs> yeah. Shout, Shout out, Manny, if you're listening to this. I love you, man. Dark, <laughs> He's a mess. Muy yeah, bonita. No, he reps it. I don't know what that he means. Manny is muy bonita. I don't even know. I don't know what that means. Uh, si, pendejo. I, I don't know. This is getting off the Me rails. gusta arroz con pollo. Whoa. I like chicken and rice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you speak a lot of Spanish. Man. All right. I and I also have I uh, have Uriah and Joe, the wolf pack here. Hello. Glad to be back. Glad All right. Back. So <clears throat> this is really ill-prepared. I'm sorry, you guys, is that a thing? The wolf pack thing? This is kind of thing, yeah. This is an awesome thing. I think it's, I think uh, we just kind of said it the last episode. Oh, okay, so get, since last episode. We're going to get a wolf tattoo. Yep. Everybody decided Whoa, that. We that all need decision. to get matching tattoos. There was no we, you decided it, but I went along with it. Wolf pack, baby. Uh, <laughs> is that the initiation? <laughs> Done yes. deal. I could, yeah. bring the, I could bring Anubis over here one good time, you know. Bring an actual wolf. Yeah, no, it sounds good. I want to have a night like the hangover, speaking of wolf pack. All right. A right movie? now? Yeah, uh, yeah right now. Slam that ultra. I got this monster. I ain't got money right I now. I got a big backyard, just a tiny roof. Hey, that's a good topic, guys. Dude, uh, if I come home and Joe's stuck up on my roof, sunburnt. <laughs> trip to freaking <laughs> Vegas, man. I was cool. on something for sure if yeah. I couldn't get off your roof. Nah, a trip to Vegas is definitely <laughs> on my bucket list. But anyways... <laughs> Um, so what we were just talking about, we were talking about, uh, what'd you say, Kyle, what'd you mention before? Was it, are we against like people uh, celebrating? Oh, Satanism, I actually, oh, I mentioned it. Celebrating. celebrating. Wrong word. They're kind of the same thing. Yeah. Celebrating, yeah, whatever you want yeah. to say. It's just, uh, to, to take a stance against it. I was just wondering like what specific reasons that people over here have. Uh, I know for myself, I don't know. I, I. I grew up in church my whole life, so it's hard to like think otherwise. I mean, the church I grew up in kind of just went to shit, honestly, and some of the some of the stuff was just way too strict and over the top. But I don't know, it's just that's how I was raised. So it's kind of hard what, to what, stray away from that belief. What did the the church teach you though about Satanism that was wrong? Well, everything about it was wrong. Like that was <laughs> Satan is Satan. He's there to like steal, kill, uh, possess. Just, I mean, and then like, if that's the route you take, it's hell. And then what they talk about hell being is something that I, I never really took serious as a kid, but the more you think about it growing up and, you know, I feel like the more you experience demons. Yeah. Your own, even, even if your own personal (laughs) demons, you know, you just, I don't know. That that's just the way I think now. Well, no, I think it is definitely fair, but I think that uh, your religious perspective is like subjective, and so like um, if a person let's because I'm not very religious, I'm very interested in the topic and like I think about theology a lot. But like if a person is not religious and they do not derive their morality from that, then how would you convince them that Satanism is wrong? Because that's what I always think. Like, how could I convince a non-Christian that this 
piece of Christianity is true. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's right. But um, morality and, and also people like, okay, so like how did we get our morals and our rules, like from what's right and what's wrong? Like how did we get those? I mean, and the, and the, the Bible is some sort of a history book. Uh, and I feel like people have been living their lives, um, I mean, like that for thousands and thousands of years. And I think it's just kind of been passed down. Uh, through so tradition, like, it, like it's an inherent. It's it. I, I. I. That's what I believe. But also, I mean, I, yeah. Like I said, this is what I was taught. That's how I grew up. You go ahead, Joe. I think it's just the fact of okay. You might be like, okay, what if this is truly real and stuff? And then you're like, huh? What if it really is real? Am I going to hell or heaven? And you're just like, okay, maybe I should act different than I did before everything like that because you may be joking about it, but then one day what if you're just laying there you're like damn what if hell like heaven is real it's so good a good place yeah a good place a good so show good. so you're saying that it gives you something to hold you accountable yeah and actually I watched this thing not too long ago about like a, a Christian guy it's talking about how uh, in medieval times God gave fatherless men uh, a father he was the one that held them responsible because fatherless men are, tend to be destructive you know and so like that was their solution was to teach them Christianity so I could agree with that I would say mm-hmm. uh, I don't know I wanted to see what Uriah wanted to say really quick though I don't know so can we uh, be specific on what what are we talking about in terms of Satanism right now are we talking define about Satanism. yeah define Satanism I guess being a part of I don't know like a, a satanic church uh, okay, or so satanic okay, rituals, yeah, so maybe oh, like, yeah. like deep See, into Satanism, because I—that's what I think. I don't think deep of like, like satanic light Satanism. Church I think of like the worst yeah, shit ever okay. when I think of okay. Satanism. Okay. I'm not in a so, so y'all know. Okay, glad we know that now. Yeah, I was beginning to wonder. <laughs> you gave off this creepy vibe. True. So, so well, worshiping Satan. Yeah. All right. So if we're talking on the basis of like satanic church and like the worship of Satan. Um, then I, I'm definitely not against it, but I'm definitely not for the darker practices. I've heard of like rumors of, you know, like human mutilation and sacrificial type deals. And I've heard a lot of shit like that. And I definitely do not agree with or associate with anything like that. But I've like studied pretty, not, I, I won't say studied because I've never honestly like read through the Bible and like described it out and took notes and done that. But I've, I've read into it. I've done a lot of like, you know, online research and a lot of self-exploration through a lot of intoxication means <laughs> and a lot of experiences in my life that like not a lot of people have had happen to them. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I'm definitely not against it because in a way I've seen that some Satanists that I've met like locally and some that I've talked to like through, um, there's a website but anyways it was like a thing like a curious like i googled one time i was like i think i might be like into worshiping the devil <laughs> is there like somewhere that i can talk you know to people about that and it was like a forum chat but wow. anyways yeah it was weird it got really dark and really weird yeah. but <clears throat> so as long as there's not like mutilation yeah like any any yeah anything that doesn't really cause bodily harm to other people That's or yourself cool or emotional harm because that's very important because let's be real there's a lot of churches that have nothing to do with satanism and there comes a lot more emotional harm from those churches and that's one thing i was going to actually mention is i've never really heard of 
the church of Satan, you know, Satanism. I've never heard of really anyone being too wildly, you know, like crazy. Like you always hear from like mosques and, you know, shit like that. You have extremists and whatnot. Movies. Yeah. A lot of stuff like that. But Satanism isn't really touched on, I feel like, in a general like consensus. So not a lot of people really know what it is. And I feel like a lot of people actually should look into it because it's kind of wow. cool. Some stuff is kind of cool. Wow. Like I said, as long as you don't get super deep and dark, because it does like a whole history of Satan and who like he is and the Christian belief and like who he is in the Satanism belief. It's really cool. Uh, I think, I think once, I don't know, this is my personal opinion, obviously biased. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a definitely. Little bit. Yeah, very biased. Yeah, complete, uh, the complete polar opposite. Like I feel like yeah, you give that, and I, because I, I try to watch kind of like what I do. And honestly, I still try to like live, you know, for the better, like, yeah. and I feel like I'm constantly As always trying to be, yeah, yeah, uh, and, and not only for that, I mean, I know that, shoot, if I'm actually trying my very best and actually trying to, you know, I have morals that I don't want to go against, beliefs I don't want to go against that I've implemented into my life that's made it for the better, then I'm just going to keep going in that direction as opposed to, like, I don't know, to me, because I felt like before I was just in an had a nihilistic view, nothing mattered. I, it, and I felt really empty at that point. If nothing mattered and I had nothing to achieve, no goals, I had no purpose. That's what I felt like. And I feel like and religion came with a little bit of like Christianity, you have so much structure and you just life, I don't know, I think kind of works out it's for well, and it's so, not about like Christianity versus Satanism. I I know Jay wants to talk. I know you want to say um, so bad. Hang on. I only bring up the Christian thing because, like, I was saying that not everyone necessarily is Christian, so we have to define a morality outside of Christianity that everyone can agree on. Mm-hmm. And so, after Joe talks, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. All right, you ready? Dive in. <clears throat> you're gonna die right now. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> and tell me why you think you're going there. Why you're not? <clears throat> I don't know. I uh, I have a <laughs> I have a I have a flaw. Really, I don't I don't think that I've worked myself out yet, and I don't feel Isn't confident. That a flaw? I don't feel I don't feel yeah, like I'd go. I don't feel like I'd go where I would want to go. I'll just say that. I was gonna say I feel like nobody here can say that we think that we're going there right now. We have time to work. We have plenty of time to work <laughs> at this moment. Right we now. don't have. Okay, if you're thinking about it like that, no, we don't really have that much time. <laughs> Shit, I don't think so. so. I, my question then would be like, what makes something wrong if you're not a Christian? Ooh, that's a good. That's a hard. I like that. That's <laughs> I like that. That's a yeah. That's a mind bender. Because in my, so just to start, then I would say that uh, hurting people is we can all agree is wrong. Yeah, situation wise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, so uh, we agree wrong or the Bible. Yeah, we're, we're saying outside of the Bible. Like, outside what of, can we all agree is wrong outside of what okay. the Bible says? Because like I said, not everyone that you talk to is going to be a Christian. So like, how can you convince a Buddhist that something is wrong? Mm. You know what? It's funny. Because um, I'm in pest control, and I get to meet a lot of people. And uh, one of my favorite customers, he's actually Muslim. And when he talks to me and uh, about how my life's going, he's very religious. So, you know, he's really, really in. To it, uh, you know, I, I, I will say I'm, I'm pretty casual when it comes to you know, my, my Christianity, but you know, he's really hardcore into it, and he's always talking about God. He doesn't even say Allah, doesn't say anything else. He just talks about God and making sure that I like I'm keeping my walk right, or however he says wow. it, and just like yeah, it's always like checking checking me, 
And it's crazy. And he's from a totally different religion, but he was talking to me about some of their beliefs, just kind of like telling me a little bit about it. And it's so similar that, you know, when you, when you get down to it, you're like, okay, what, where did this start? Where did these morals and these specific codes okay. of conduct start? Okay. You know? And, and I know that you listen to Jordan Peterson and uh, the only reason I want to bring him up is because he talks about archetypes. Yeah. And so that's what you're kind of hinting at is like the idea that a bunch of different religions seem to have a lot of the same themes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's a good question about like, is it humanity? Is it inner humanity that influences the religions that we create? Or is there some fundamental objective truth about the uh, religion that we keep hinting at and are trying to get correct? Yo, that leads me into thought because I've always sat here and wondered. I'm like, yo, there's like, what, over 200-something religions? Or like probably more than that. Who oh, knows? Yeah, tens of thousands. On this planet. And like how many of them are, are kind of alike? You know what I'm saying? And it's weird, because I, it's weird because I don't count myself religious at all. But coming from literally just a like rational viewpoint how do you have so many religions that follow you know a lot of them follow like basically same guidelines so and that makes me go back to thinking like in the bible i know about the tower of babel and blah blah, blah all that everyone used to speak one language god split it and so man couldn't become too powerful and one day eventually overthrow him or whatever you know uh so that makes me like sit here and question, you know, my belief as a non-believer, <laughs> if you will. It's like, like if everyone is talking about this. Yeah, it's like thing, it's whatever. like, man, this is the big talk, you know. Like I don't, <clears throat> I don't believe in it, but why? Why is this shit so popping? And like, uh, the aliens, it kills out. <laughs> Well, metaphorically speaking, when they say they go in some like Christian songs, I was lost and then I'm found. I feel like it gives so many people, like, like I said, that structure. That some people need, like, no sip. doubt that Christianity has a positive influence on most people's lives that it impacts. Yeah, except for the people who don't believe, or in, and when Christians want you to believe, you know, in the past that's turned out wrong for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, no, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people who uh, dress up as if they're, a, you know, a Christian organization, like some churches, like some of these big mega churches, and. It's just all about the money. It's Yo, all mega about churches are scams. It's all about the greed. They you know, it's order to an extent too. I mean, and that's a deep. I mean, it's a deep topic talking about like yeah. what's fundamentally wrong and can you derive morality outside of a religion? Because like we grew up in a Judeo-Christian society, so at some point, like our fundamentals are subconsciously based on these principles, even if we don't believe. Like we are still part of a culture that does believe those things. Mm -hmm. you're right go ahead which i just want to point out religion is also a very hard topic for me to talk about because i really consider religion like more than anything i consider the literally the practice of religion more of a practice of mass population control then you know wow it, yeah <laughs> it's wow. weird to say but fuck dude how many people are religious and how many people do you think really go to a sunday you know what i'm saying or go to a service on Sunday throughout the whole country. I it I don't know, man. Like people believe in religion because, in my opinion, they want to believe in something because life fucking sucks. So they want to believe in something a little bit better. Why do we? Why are we so creative as you know beings on this planet? We've got you know one of the most advanced brains in the actual animal kingdom. That's why we can think of stories like crazy freaking stories. You know, stories have been around for since humans have been around. We've been able to express ourselves in any sort of way. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So that shit just kind of kind of trips me out to think about, man, because like religion has always been something people make it what they want it to be and it works. So yeah, the smart people know how to shepherd the sheep. Like if that makes sense, that's why I can, I don't know. I've just seen not very many people up in the, in, in the higher up government system have a sense of morality. And coincidentally, they don't have a sense of religion for the most part. Or if they do, if you do a little investigating, they don't practice what they preach most of the time. No, no, definitely not. You go ahead, Joe. Uh, I'm just one of those people like, okay, besides the fact that I usually work on Sunday, I'm like, the reason I truly do not go to church, like I believe in God and everything. I like, I believe in everything and like, I believe you should be good or um, definitely don't be bad. What, you know, which we consider good and bad. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just like, I know plenty of people that go out the night before go hook up with a bunch of people or they go drink or they do all this stuff like what we consider sins and then they go to church the next day and then they ask for forgiveness but they go and do it again are you truly like getting forgave to do something you're going to do again less like um your kid going you told him to don't go in there and get all the candy when all the all the candy you tell him don't do it then he goes and d- does it again so yeah. i mean like i just feel like whenever i'm ready like whenever i grab my my younger years whenever you know whenever all that's like behind me like just going out all the time or whatever, like I focus more on him then and go to church more and everything. And then like truly like ask for forgiveness and not do those things again. But as of right now, like I'm young and living in the moment, you know, and no, yeah. and I feel, not making excuses. I, I feel that, I feel that same way. Uh, but I, I lately I've been like, I don't know. I've been changing things up a little bit in, in my own personal life for, for the better. I do believe uh, it definitely, I, I still like to have fun. I still party with everybody. But uh, no, I just live by like this quote. I, I forget who said it, but it's uh, do not practice what you do not want to become. Joe Rogan. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do, I actually think that I think that was on. Yeah, that's a Jordan Peterson quote. Uh, I think it was on Joe Rogan back in the day. But anyways, hey, you go ahead. The last thing I want to say about religion um, is if mm, the same number of people who practice a religion in a God that I haven't seen evidence of. Most people don't. If they spent that same amount of time practicing self-meditation, the world would be a way better place than focusing on something that we don't even know if it's actually there. But that's the last thing I want to say on religion. So so you had a very specific reason for believing why religion was there. It was to like, to, what was it? To, um, like a general, sense of, general like mass population control. Oh, population control. So that's why you think po- uh, religion was created. I don't. I don't think it was created for that reason. I think in this day and that's age, like, yeah. Okay, so Sorry. I think, I think that religion is a response to the human's biggest problem. I talk about this a lot, actually. Uh, I think that the biggest problem that we face on a day to day basis is death. Yeah, we're gonna fucking die, man. Everyone fears death worse than any other thing. Like, mm-hmm. matter of fact, uh, people say like you have anxiety. In my opinion, that's because you fear chaos, and chaos is scary because you can die. Like, it's all about death to me at a, at a fundamental level. And so I think that Christianity celebrates your worst problem. Like, death is a positive thing in the Christian religion. And it blinds people. <laughs> Sorry, no. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can disagree if it's, I think it can Im- impact people in a positive way, but it can also have negative outcomes. But like, uh, in, in general, I think all the religions answer this question of like, what what is there other than just living and then dying? Right. Mm. Uh, Stage two 
of the That's what life. Muslims think for sure. Go blow themselves up, make it a better place. <laughs> well, but you know, Christians <laughs> believe that. Like, and you can hear a real Christian say, like, I uh, I can't wait to die. I know I'm going to see my yeah, creator. Yeah. You know? yeah, no, like yeah, it makes the only sense. thing stopping them is the the aspect of in that religion is hey, I can't do it to myself because <clears throat> That That's means I'm automatically out. It's just a matter problem. of being Well, and, that, and I feel you like you live a, a pretty, you know, life worth talking about. People will remember you for who you were, you know, Characters in a very positive you. way. And, and I, I actually, I kind of live my life by uh, memento mori is the, uh, is the uh, quote, but uh, basically means in Latin, remember we must die. And basically that's like the original YOLO from way back in the day, like live your life to the best, you know, that you can with remembering each day that, you know, it could just boom, that's it. You're done. See, you and know? even now you're talking, we're talking about like, you can die one yeah, day. Like, it's all about dying. Like it's all about like avoiding the worst thing that could happen, which is dying. Even I was watching a interview with Bill Gates and yeah. he, they asked him, what's your biggest fear? And he said, my brain stopped working. Of course, that's what Bill Gates would say, but he's really talking about dying. He's scared of dying. We're all, even at Bill Gates' yeah. level, scared of dying. Yeah. I yeah. live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> shit up, Big dude. Diesel. <laughs> Is that what you were sitting here wanting to say for so long? <laughs> I know you guys can't see, but he had his hand raised for probably at least the last five minutes. At least. I thought oh, it was good. Man. It was good. Joe, I'm so proud of you. Completed his first full sentence. Uh, I'm so happy. Hooked on phonics has really been helping. Anyways, uh, Uriah, you go ahead. All right. So since we touched base on like morality, all right. One thing I want to touch base on that like I feel like a lot of people don't really actually think about right now because a lot of people aren't futurists. Like a lot of our uh, our peers sit here and struggle. Like be like, dude, I just want to be you know this job. You know, think about in the next thirty years what kind of other crazy jobs like we could be in space you know people could be having jobs in space in the next 30 years for all we know but anyway said all that to say this um i want to touch base on the morality and would you or would you not um participate in human augmentation which if you guys don't know what that means it's uh basically bettering yourself through either we can go the route of dna splicing you know you could give yourself cheetah legs to run faster or you know, opposite roles reversed. You can give yourself robo legs to run faster, robo arms, so you could deadlift. You know, whatever, a thousand pounds in the gym. I want Hulk hands, bro. Hulk hands, man. <laughs> That's cool. You want some boulder like crushers? Normal hands normally, and then Hulk hands on command. Maybe, maybe just walk around. Joe's with Hulk just hands. Oh, all the time. I just want back. Dude. Who would fuck with me if I had Hulk hands, bro? Yeah, uh, and that goes into like the medical side, like bettering people's lives, like people who you know have. Uh, what is it, dude? About, I heard right? today. Uh, yo, listen to this. I heard today. Kevin Gates was the first, the first guy to have a prosthetic femur bone. I heard this off of his Instagram, so I really hope it's true. But like, I don't think he would rep it if it wasn't true. <laughs> so he was the first guy to have a prosthetic femur bone in his leg. So his leg is still like you know his leg, but he doesn't have a real femur bone. It's prosthetic. He said he was the first guy to that. have it done, and it was successful. You would consider that augmentation. Sort of, in a way, yeah. That's like the ba- the baby steps. Yeah, the when baby I, steps. When, when I think of human augmentation, I that's think of like microchipping and 
I don't know. What is microchip? What do you Robots, think you think arms, and when I hear legs. Dig, or uh, microchip, I just dick? think of dictator. No, augmentation. <laughs> human augmentation, what do you think? Well, I just got on his subject with him talking about the microchip thing. I'm just, I feel like that'd be like, they have too much power over you. Like, what if a thing exploded <clears throat> inside of you? Or... Is, is wearing an exosuit? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's human augmentation. So nothing goes inside you of you. Just wear, is wearing a smartwatch augmentation, do you think? Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, prosthetic side. Yeah, for sure. You basically have a, a fucking, you know, completely... Yeah, dude. God, like, almost like a godlike device on your wrist. God. Your iPhone. Yeah. Your, your, you can learn anything your watch. I mean, it's a piece of AI, really, that we feed on a daily basis that knows everything about us. The only thing we're not doing so far is biologically integrating augmentation into ourselves and i feel like that's only because the morality side comes into play a lot of people don't want to lose their sense of humanity is that specifically uh what you want to talk about when you say augmentation is like um any sort of change to the human as it was created by what we and a lot of people call yeah i mean well yes and no like say what if i you know pierced my ears and i don't know that somehow led to like in the future, you had... What if you could FaceTime with your earrings? Yeah, like you had like a so little projector technology. device. It's about technology. <laughs> technology or, I mean, we could touch base on the medical side of like DNA splicing. Like I said, cheetah legs, like <clears throat> gorilla arms, whatever. A giraffe it's be neck like Star Wars. for it's all the toes and dots. Augmentation. <laughs> not, like not your low-level augmentation. Does that make sense? I just want to make sure we all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any sort of like higher up, you know, crazy, I would say like, Futuristic augmentation. There we go. Yeah. I think of the Terminator when I think of that kind yeah. of shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. The Terminator and like, like, okay, so like, speaking of AI and like robots and stuff, like, have you guys seen the movie iRobot? Of course. Of course. Yes. How freaking awesome that movie was. Of course. You're but like, Smith, but like, dude, Will like, Smith. okay, that seems more realistic now. Right? No, yeah, dude. Have you seen like how how fast like um. Like drone building and like you know robot building is coming like in the last like ten years. MIT, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have those uh, full size like I mean, average size human you know height robots, yeah, like robots that speak for themselves now. You can ask them questions; they can carry on full conversation. Well, so that's Don't a little separate shit. though. We're talking about like AI and human augmentation because like if we want to combine those subjects, we would maybe talk about like. Uh, integrating with ai like do you oh, believe no. in like i i would i feel like we would need human augmentation to be I able would, to integrate I, I would want that i feel like depending on the type of augmentation that you're talking about because i automatically just assume it's microchipping Are but i feel other? like one one step further into that say i do have something on my body and or you know that i carry around and then they want something small inside my body i don't I don't want that at all. I, I I would refuse because I feel like at any given time, shit. Like I mean, what if they it's implanted in your brain or they have control over you and your actions, the things you say through a device that you just really can't take out without surgery. It's a real fear. And who's going to give you that surgery if the the government says like, are oh, you, you have to have it? Are you aware of Elon Musk's argument for uh, integration with AI? Yeah, I've heard some of it. Uh, if you want to go into it, definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. So just like lightly, because it's you know obviously complex. But he um, he thinks that we're going to invent AI. We can't stop it from happening. He's yeah, trying. It's, it's inevitable. 
And so uh, he thinks that AI will make us obsolete. And the only solution that he can find at this time is to integrate with AI to be as powerful as AI. Yeah. Instead of being left out. So he doesn't see it as a want. He sees it as a necessity for success for the human. I, I, I remember hearing that whole argument and conversation on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, with that one episode in particular. Uh, he lights up a joint. Uh, <laughs> we're already losing jobs too. On. Yeah, we're already losing a bunch of jobs. No, and that's the thing. Like, okay, so he's basically saying it's inevitable. We'll be taken over by AI in order to, you know, combat right. against the AI. We'll have to take on AI ourselves. We'll have to integrate it into our own bodies mm-hmm. and use it that's to fight against the AI, which would be that. Just sounds like the Terminator, <laughs> right there. It definitely, yeah, and like your fears, I think are, are legitimate fears as well. But it's like, it's like the nukes. So they were making a nuke in another country, and like we had to in Russia, I think it was, and we so we had to make a nuke before they did because if they had nukes and we didn't, then we were fucked. Like we were, that was over. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like if if China creates AI and we don't, then we're stuck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and that's another thing too, like. Which country is going to take over? Which country first? But anyways, that's that's a totally different conversation. Um, I will say this. We only have a few seconds left in this podcast. Uh, if anybody else wants to say something real quick before we have to exit out. You guys are a great fucking crowd. Thanks, guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, we so forgot lit. to mention that we have a live audience here. Live audience. Uh, Live, uh, hey sister, audio, audio. Jessica, speak up. Hopefully, didn't there. fall asleep on us, but uh, that's it for this episode. We'll see y'all next week. Alrighty, this is your host Kirby Gregory, and we're actually doing a part two of our last segment, uh, episode five, I believe. Yeah, five cinco. Is that what we were on? Like five and a half. Okay, five, <laughs> five and a half. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so Joe was telling me he has a story for us. I think it involves some uh, you running from the cops or something like that. No, we about got arrested for kidnapping, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It's dope. I'm not, I'm not surprised because it's Joe. But uh, yeah, oh, you want to tell this one? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should tell. Oh, until I like get out of the car. Yeah, I was gonna say I got eyes for a while. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah. Or I mean, I got eyes the whole time. You had like partial. All yeah. right. Anyways. <laughs> Well, it was actually, there was a separate time we had done this, but nothing serious happened out of it because Kyle was the one that actually did this stuff. Like, I had no idea what he was talking about. He would, like, get in the trunk of his own car, and we would go drive somewhere like a restaurant or where people were at and park, and we'd pop the, um, like, to let him out the trunk from the inside of the car. He'd take off running, and we'd chase him down the car, yelling, get your ass back in the trunk. Or whatever, like we were like hands out the window, like we're gonna kill his ass or whatever, and people just look and we think it's funny as shit. Whenever eventually we stop acting and we're just like, Hey man, get in the car. And then he gets in, and then we drive off all happily and he's in the front seat. But uh so this was a separate time though. We had want me to go through a part about the hood. Remember driving through the hood, we literally had samurai swords and shit in the car that I brought from my house. I don't actually remember that. You go ahead. I have, well, I don't know. We was being stupid. We was in high school, but um, I have like a little samurai sword. I have like a little samurai sword, baton sword, and stuff. We was taking bats, and we was just like riding around the uh, like around town, and like sling them outside the window, and I like looking like it was cool. Eventually, we ended up at like Taco Bell. 
and with the Samurai Craig, that was Taco out, Bell. With the no, these were these were up. At the, they were underneath the seats, but it's just Thank a key God. part later on. Yes, that's why. I would have ran up in there, dual wielding swords, demanding the oh, Nacho yes. Belgrande. Oh, we would have got shot. Give me the Nacho Belgrande now. But Somebody's Kyle, getting it. It was Taco Bell right where we first started, or was it Crystal's? I think oh, it yeah. was the Taco Bell first, Crystal's second. Okay, well, we, we got to uh, Taco Bell, and, of course, Kyle got out of his trunk or out of his car, his own car, willingly, and got to the trunk, and he <laughs> shut it. I didn't even have to shut it for him. And, <laughs> and I got out of the car. We proceeded. We pulled into think, Crystal's after that, and, um, like, right in the big window in front where everybody could see that was inside, because if you don't see that, then you're All blind. three people? That go to Crystal's? Yeah, whoever was at Crystal's at the it time. It was late, too, like 11. Yeah, it was pretty late at I'm night. I'm just going to say, Crystal's is garbage. I have to address that I hate part. Crystal's, it's too. Really Amen with like, that. Let me, let me never get a Crystal's sponsor. I don't like Crystal's. Either. If they're, they're eating Crystal's, in, they're yeah. on their way out anyway. So you you almost gave some people some heart attacks, <clears> right? it sounds like. Nice. But we popped the, I popped the trunk and got out and ran. Saw a few people look. I chased them down the car, you know, cussing at them. I'm like, get your ass back in the trunk. You know, like, what are you doing out of the car? You know, stuff like that. And I got Jessica, my sister, and um, my friend Jordan in the back seat. And they're all back there just, you know, we're going crazy. We're probably laughing and shit. Um, go pick them up. Eventually get some car. People's kind of looking weird. Uh, we go do it at Starbucks. And then, like, I should have realized, like, I first saw – Oh wait, no, I missed the. Was oh, it talking geez. about we ultimately yeah, where so, you chased you by the mall? Just a, yeah, yeah so, you go ahead and tell this part. <laughs> so, so all right, so I get in the trunk, and what we do is we drive around the parking lot slowly, and I'm in the trunk beating on the inside, yelling, "Let me out!" And then he parks, and when he pops the trunk at the same time, I get off and take off running, and then he'll chase me down in the car all fast, and so people there. Call the cops. They thought it was a kidnapping, which it obviously was staged to look like one. What about those people that were yelling at you, talking about, run, man, run? Yeah, somebody yelled, run. You're right. I just forget about that. That's funny. So so we pull around the mall where they can't see us. I get in the driver's seat. We're pulling off after our third try doing this shit. And fucking third try. Swarm of cops come up, what, four or five, right? Yeah, well, literally a week <laughs> before, I think it was live, I want to say, or something. Somebody had got kidnapped. It was like a well, week we before. Yeah, it, we didn't know that that's at the time. Oh, wow. I was going to say, yeah, you guys that's why planned I was so this serious. perfectly. You yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so anyways, uh, they're like, I, I'm like, no, it was just a joke. They're like, get on the ground. So they're <laughs> crazy. And then um, they're making the trunk. And so finally he goes to call our parents. Yeah, and I think you called your mom, right? Yeah, but she don't answer if she don't know the number. So, so <laughs> they some jokes on them. So then, uh, then they call my grandma. So I accidentally give them my phone number and the uh, instead of my grandmother's. Oh and man! My voicemail is that old joke. I was like, "Hello, hello," and so the cop is like, "Is like, yeah, this is that. Hello, yes, ma'am. This is hello." And like he got got by the voicemail. Oh, but, uh, they were in the car. Oh. And he didn't even answer, so that's really what it was. They let me down. They could have answered and played it off. Ready for my Damn. story from where my interrogation was going on? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were also being interrogated. Yeah, we they had a split apart and everything. Tell us, and I ain't gonna lie, when it comes to cops, like I'm dead serious. I ain't lying about shit. Like they could ask me like what I did yesterday or something. All right, I'll tell them six everything. nine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that oh. I was going to jail if anything because I was going driving. Like I, well, literally about, about that, 
he um whenever I told him the story about oh like officer like literally it's a joke like he'd get in the trunk and I chase him down. I told him the whole thing. Maybe he went and did it with friends. Who knows? Who else but, snitched, um, Joe? Who else snitched? I don't know. I didn't know they split up. Nine, but he, uh, I don't know if I can trust Joe now. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you mean to tell me that I'll you tell him anything? He's like, you mean to tell me you didn't forcibly put him in the trunk? He was looking at me because I was the biggest one, and I'm like. I swear, officer, like, no, he got in the trunk by himself. And then, like, at this whole time, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not going to jail for this. And then, um, like, this whole time, this is with the samurai swords and shit tucked under the, under the seat and stuff. They had, like, asked me any weapons in the car. I'm like, no. No, oh my then, God. Like, oh, my God. So, if they were found out, they definitely would have thought I had put his ass in the, in, I held him at samurai sword point or something. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, pull the John Wick on them? <laughs> they weren't ready for the knives. My grandma, <laughs> said, my grandma said, they will put you under the jail. I said, I didn't actually do anything wrong. You know, it's like, of course it looks bad, but, like, I haven't actually broken any dude, walls. Dude, no, dude, that that shit's hilarious. That's they a will. that's a that's a prank that could have gone viral. Well, the key <laughs> part too was like literally like they told us like y'all need to quit doing that because there was like a week before somebody got kidnapped at a live oak or something, yeah. so they took the kidnapping very seriously. Dude, of course yeah. it's live. Yeah, it's like a bit, like they have a very serious offense, buddy. I got home, my mom's like, "What's all them Miss Coles? Who was that?" And I was like. Oh, that was the sheriff's department. She's like, what? I was like, well, you didn't answer your phone. And then she was telling, we told her the whole story about how, yeah, we got arrested or we got pulled over and shit for like, well, they thought we was kidnapping idiots. We just had our friend in the trunk of the car. <laughs> like, what are they doing harassing us for? Stupid cops. Yeah. Like they didn't know what was doing. <laughs> Damn, Joe. Pulling a six, nine, two. Uh, Where did you want to go to jail? Nah, I'd probably, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd probably snitch you out, Joe. I, I'd snitch you out if I had to, man. Yeah. I didn't snitch because I was literally telling on myself. Nah, I ain't no snitch. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Anyways. Conspiracies? Okay, yes. All right. Uh, yes, I, I did want to touch up on that. Um, so you're in architecture, which oh, I think is pretty badass. Uh, yes, I do want to go there. I do want to go there. Go. I'm the Alex Jones of the friend group. Like. <laughs> uh, so, with you being an architecture, uh, I don't know how much you know about steel beams, but I don't fucking believe that jet fuel can burn through steel beams. And the whole inside of the core of the building, if you look at the architecture, it's layers upon layers of steel beams. That is, it's the core of the building, so it's sturdy as all get out. You know what else, Kyle? How did it collapse on itself perfectly? It didn't fall over. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. How? So, with that being said, uh, I don't think it's possible that jet fuel burns through those steel beams okay. and melts know. them. I don't know what anybody else thinks. If anybody wants to add on to it, that's Google just it. my opinion before I get I dive deep right into it. Freaking now. The melting point. I'm ready thing. to dive into this melt freaker. I, I can give you my side. I mean, if, so just to answer really quick, uh, I would say that, like, I don't actually know the melting point of steel. You can probably look that up. Uh, that's a good fact for Google. But, like, as far as it falling in on itself, the argument is that the weight and momentum of it falling from the one floor to the next is enough to put enough strain on the next floor to have it collapse as well one after the other. And because it's so sturdy, like you said, it would actually stabilize it every time it hit the next floor because it's 
perfectly flat. So it's if it worked that way, mm-hmm. it could maybe be explained. Mm-hmm. But the initial the initial fall is hard to like explain because it's a melting thing. Yeah, it, it, and but I, wouldn't the plane have bent them as I, well as it flew into it? I mean, it's definitely a big possibility. But <clears throat> so steel typically doesn't start to melt or misshape till it hits around 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. So get this. Steel this beams or perfect steel? Steel beams. Now get this. Uh, jet fuel, on the other hand, can only burn between 800 to 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit. So you're talking about a 1,000 degree difference. Yeah, like Before half. it even began to bend those steel beams. Which makes you think the only thing that would be hot enough uh, would be something like thermite to burn through those steel beams, which I think, I think that's what happened. I agree. Well, okay, so I agree. So to say that that happened, then what's the motivation? What's the motivation? Now that is, that's that's hard to tell. All right, so Joe, you're raising your hand. You want to say something? Uh, okay. All right. So I do not. Well. I believe that, like, it happened, but, like, there's definitely, like, it was by us because we needed a reason to, like, for the the whole country to unite so that we can go and, like, be our powerhouse type country as we like to, like, try to be. We we say, like, uh, we don't really like getting other countries' affairs and stuff, but, like, we do. We wanted resources that, like, Afghanistan and country of their had, but we needed the people to unite around a war because whenever we had, like, Vietnam War and stuff, that was something nobody liked. They did not want us over there. We didn't need to be over there. They didn't want us over there. They protested and everything, and it was chaos. People were getting killed and everything on the streets. Yeah. So, like, they didn't want it to go through that again, so they had to find <laughs> something for us to, like, unite around. I mean, I mean all we, these people, like, brought us, us together, and we're all like, we need to go over there. We need to, you know, like, re- um, get a revenge for America. So, they, like, gave us that extra push for the people. That's, right. Like, sort and, of what I believe. And right. also, with, with that being said, uh, but it did happen. It was just by our own people. Okay. okay. Actually, you, you, you're right. You go first. <laughs> All right. Yo, I'm just, I just want to bring up another conspiracy since we're on the topic. Same things have been said about Pearl Harbor so that we could use the fucking bombs on Japan. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever have ever heard of that, but causing factors, man. <clears throat> I, I, okay. Now that speculation, I have speculation. never heard of that, but I, I don't truly really see that happening. I mean, mm-hmm. we did people have to test it somewhere. Harbor. People in Pearl Harbor have given accounts saying that they saw American planes. <laughs> I actually have heard that. <laughs> I mean, God it's definitely. Right. I mean, dude, it's definitely a possibility. There's so much that happens behind closed doors in our, in our government oh, man, yeah. that you, you don't. But also at the same time, I don't want to be the type of person that questions everything. But I do believe. With that being said, I, I do believe that it was a plot that we planned. Uh, Kyle, you want to go ahead? Ultimate right here. I've been asking everyone this lately. Do you think that aliens have visited the Earth? Specifically, more than just are there aliens, do you think they've visited the planet Earth? And we've had that have seen. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I definitely think so, dude. Without a doubt. That kind of ties I into the... your evidence. Oh, I do. I really solid do. evidence. Wait, you're I've asking for evidence. Why are you convinced? Like, you gotta, <laughs> yeah, like, it takes okay. a lot to prove that there's a whole other 
life form and it's visited this planet, you can't just like give a little string. It's got to be like, this is why I'm really convinced. Uh, well, okay. So there's obviously there's a lot of documentaries out there on UFOs, aliens, uh, ancient aliens is another show I like to watch. Uh, out of pure entertainment, I don't necessarily it's I can't count that out, but I I'm still a skeptic because I haven't seen it for myself. But at the same time, I feel like that's where uh, there's a differing factor between me kind of being religious in a way and then somebody else being complete opposite of me, kind of like Uriah. I'm not saying that I don't believe in aliens. It's just that I'm still kind of a skeptic. Uh, It could be. I I feel like there's definitely other beings that that could have visited Earth. that maybe still do. I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. What has convinced you that that could be possible? What has convinced me that that could be possible? I mean, logic. it's, it's hard to say where that determination decision was, but like, no, I just like, I've watched so many UFO documentaries because it has been so interesting and so different yet. There's so many sightings. Uh, and so many pictures, so many documentations. And it's like, it's a hard argument to, to say no, that they don't exist when you have all of that in front of you and you can't explain what those yeah. are. Yeah. So it's like, I, how can I say, no, I don't believe 100% that there are not aliens when there's so much other documentation out there. And so, why would, if there's so many people, why would they all make up the same thing? And if you have video evidence that you simply cannot explain and you can't say that that is something and I know exactly what it is, you can't do that because it's it's an unidentified flying object that nobody can identify. Then that leads me to believe that yes, there's definitely a possibility. Yeah, leads of options. Yeah, you go ahead, Joe. We are probably like the dumbest planet civilization. <laughs> there's probably like a way bigger, like higher um, intelligent life form than us, and they're just like. They come every now and then to see, have they finally like caught up to us? Oh, nope, still idiots. <laughs> and, like, that's probably why they came down to check on us, and they're like, oh, they finally got uh, concrete. <laughs> yeah, we're the trailer park of the galaxy. Yeah, we're the trailer park of the galaxy, that's and it. we just haven't caught up with them yet. <clears throat> yeah. That's a big argument. It's like, okay, we, when's the last time you stopped by and like checked on an anthill to see what they had developed? Yeah. Like, if you're a really advanced Evolution. civilization, you don't stop by the anthill. You <laughs> fly. You see yeah. tons of birds. I don't yeah. pay attention to what they're doing. I just simply just kill them. And ruin their entire, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a pest control. Ruin their entire ass day. Well, okay, so... Uh, we just need Star Wars type I legit shit. killed an entire freaking nest of Carpurians today. Just watch them, like, just swarm around and die. That's your inner sin right there. It was, it was honestly, it was kind of brutal to watch. Okay, because most ants are tiny. Most ants are tiny, right? But a carpenter ant, no, it's big. You can make out all the body parts, and you can see them, like rubbing their faces and the chemical is slowly but surely killing them oh my god this sound really this is like this enjoyable uh, no 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 I, 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 the aliens are gonna do to us they're gonna spray us with this like we're carpentry but yeah no it's about some, like gas can you imagine just you can't avoid that it's inevitable something comes along and wipes out everybody you know oh yeah we're boom in one single uh, moment dude we're gonna get wiped out so, slowly but that only lasts a few minutes, and it's just complete agonizing, burning pain. Like yeah, Thanos that's only did half. He didn't do everybody. Yeah, half. yeah. And Thanos just was able to snap, and nobody looked in pain. It's like, oh, they turned into dust. You know. 
The, uh, so do you guys know that the government declassified videos of UFOs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so with yeah. the Navy? Yeah, they did it with the Navy, and then the Navy has recently come out and confirmed uh, they didn't know what that it was. they take it very seriously. And, uh, yeah. So I, that's the biggest pieces of evidence right now that are convincing me. Like, we have uh, verified video that no one can disprove from our military who we're supposed to trust. Like, you know, if you believe, I guess the government's lying to us about everything. Maybe yeah, dude. Wait, I got dude, something. God dang right there. Huh? Maybe this is their first form, like, they're giving it out to us to like like slowly get us into it but they already know they lose everything but they have a lot more details but yeah they're just wanting to get us into it slowly instead of just saying hey there's aliens among you like go look outside your neighbor you know might be see that's the hard thing about kind of being in conspiracies because you can get far off track because i'm like thinking sometimes like so deep like shit like what if it's what if it's a distraction of them releasing these documents right now as a, 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 and something else is going yep. on? Because yep. you have yep. so many things that pop up in the media, huge events, and something else crazy just happened like the week before, like Jeffrey Epstein. And then oh, now you have – Oh, yeah, yeah. You have – okay, so this dude just kills himself supposedly, right? <laughs> but God, now he can't speak for anybody else in the government at all. And you have like these little distractions that pop up, like for the releasing of UFO document, uh, you know, documents and proving that they're real out of nowhere. That's on the media that's covered right then and there. And just literally days before we had Jeffrey you Epstein think, up on there too. You gotta, you that nobody is, that. it's not relevant anymore. It's but like, you dude, you, you have serious that shit was like, yeah, that's sure. the end of that story. It's not, Nobody's really mentioned I'm it anymore. So, anyways, I'm getting off track. Joe, you want to go ahead? Well, actually, you said off track. This was going to be off track. Okay. Oh. Can I still do, <laughs> can I still do that? Surprise. No, you're good. Go ahead, man. I was just talking about like stuff happening instant. Like, I feel like Kevin Hart that. was in a wreck, dude. Yeah, like, what happened to him, man? They'll say, like, no, we think about dead. celebrities. <laughs> they'll say, whenever we hear about like celebrities in a wreck, like, we oh. act as if like they should never get to a wreck. We're like, damn, that person wrecked. What were they doing, stupid ass? Or whatever. <laughs> they were people we wreck all the time in our regular lives. We're like, nobody cared when we wrecked. Dude, it was a regular sized car, <laughs> and Kevin Hart is an irregular sized man. <laughs> you could have reached the brake. I thought I mean, he was in a car seat. I thought he'd be in the back and drivers. Like, somebody right. let him drive I mean, they, they, and <laughs> didn't put a car seat in. No, they actually said that his friend was driving. Oh, okay. Never uh, mind. But no, I, I think that he was probably driving. His friend took the blame. And I think that he's dead and that they've cloned him. <laughs> That's Kevin Hart better not have died. Did you see the car? Have you I seen love the Kevin Hart. Yes, bro. That car looks screwed up. It was like a, the top of it ripped off. It just is like, no way you just got out of the car afterwards. Dude, you know that they had, do you know that he had left the scene supposedly? I heard this. Uh, there's another side to it. <laughs> and I don't know if this is it's factual. We'll have to fact check it. But uh, I heard that he left the scene, went home, and they took him back. To the scene wow. and put him in the uh, passenger side and swap them out. What is clone, probably? But I, I <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah, probably so. They replaced him with a you know a broken clone. Yeah, yeah literally, they just put his his clone and they took his dead body out. And then the other two people are hurt, injured, and he's just okay. Yeah, no, no, it's his clone. I heard that he had like serious serious back injuries. I heard he had some back injuries. They have to get. There's going to be a cover story. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He just stepped out of the car and said, what happened to them? You know I'm what? back! <laughs> just, 
that's crazy because uh, I mean, there's been some conspiracy theories on celebrities dying and being replaced with clones. Oh, <laughs> Gucci, Avril Lavigne, Gucci. Oh, Avril, oh. I didn't even know about. Yeah, Avril I've just found that out like a month ago, actually. Too. That's a big time celebrity conspiracy really? that's gone around. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty pissed. Uh, I'm no, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with it because you know it's completely <laughs> right. Like, I now. love Avril Lavigne. I still yeah, listen to her. So what? Uh, Avril was so Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Okay. Oh, All right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so going back to the, the – I saw the pictures of the wreck. It looked crazy. The way you live. I, I think he – I think he has uh, – I think he, they, they put him in the surgery that night, but I think he had fractures in three different parts of his back, if I remember right. And again, we'll have to fact check this, but – like his lumbar, like I don't know how this guy's gonna walk again. Well, you know they also are just now putting out information about a sex tape and stuff like that. Like you were talking about distractions, it's pretty coincidental that there's like a sympathetic moment happening at the same time people are kind of jumping on him for like cheating on his wife, and supposedly there's an extortion with a sex tape and all this other stuff. Jeez, yeah, so it could be all a that. distraction, and they cloned him <laughs> because the real Kevin Hart. <clears throat> messed up yo fucked had up had to kill him off the Illuminati yo, fucked him up so uh, speaking of distractions you know that I, I, I feel like I, I am like the, the Alex Jones type of person oh. out of the oh group. man there we go you uh, shouldn't claim that so, so this is this is the, this is the distraction okay so I I don't know growing up always was into sports huge big into sports uh and I've always been like a super fan of the teams that I've liked, and I've stuck with them through thin and thin. Now, some people aren't in the sports. Thin thin. Some people aren't in the sports, but it's huge. Most people are. What do you it's play? Water polo? No, it's <laughs> football, <laughs> frisbee golf, <Yeah>, baseball, <laughs> America's pastime. We all have these sports that we, we freaking we obsess over. Man, they can change our moves, the uh, moods at the drop of a hat, depending on if our team loses. It's scientifically proven that. So, say your team loses, and you're a super fan, uh, and you're a guy, your testosterone lowers by forty percent that day. Now, <laughs> your then now your team wins. There's a there's a certain level of tribalism that is involved in sports. Oh, yeah. Your your testosterone actually will be boosted, and your serotonin levels will rise. Of course. Uh, which makes you feel like you're part of a more uh, higher and up in the dominance hierarchy, yeah, well, more serotonin. But going back to th- going back to it, how I, I'm making this all into one story <laughs> is that what if like the sports that we have here for all around the world, what if that's a government built distraction? I ain't even listening. I don't think sport. so. <laughs> I, 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 our sports are distraction. I don't agree with no, no, this. How do you? How do you? How do you? Okay. How do you rule an entire nation? You know, and keep everything organized and put people exactly where you want them to be on the same days. Religion. <laughs> yes, uh, you can do that work, too. Work. Work. Sunday mornings, baby. Every you can day. do that. You can do that too. But what if? Huh? Brushing your. See, maybe, maybe. <laughs> hey, we but, all get up in the morning and do this weird ritual where we put some shit in our mouth and move it around. <laughs> right, right. But this is this is my thing. This is my thing. This is, my thing. This is a, I was thinking like really deep into it. And again, maybe I, 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 
I tend to question so much because so much crap is going on and nobody can deny it. Also, like, wait, can I touch back on this? Yeah, go I don't ahead. think sports are made up quite like you think because, like, I remember being as a child, like, you make up your own games with your friends. Like, I think it's just a need for what, for fun, for play, like. Yeah, organization of like you like huge like sports as a competition. And maybe they oh, for sure. oh, and I think for sure, dude, like, because I bounced around that whole argument in my head. It was like, no, well, I think sports in a way can definitely be positive because I mean, especially kids in high school, trouble kids in high school. You put them on a football team, they have something to do, they have purpose, they're disciplined. The coach is going to discipline them. They have something to work just for. Like, just like you know, huh? Just like a religion. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. it's it's a it's it, I don't know. To me, it's a little bit of an argument. Although I will say, I freaking love my football. Regardless, I'm a fan. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I don't think it was created uh, for that reason, but like maybe they uh, use it, like they take advantage of it. They learn how to. In, they learn how to oh industrial. Well, play I just ball. think about the media just kind of being my control devices in general. Dogs so. play ball, animals play balls. So. Yeah, I definitely said, you know, I still play with my balls. Do you guys, what do you guys think <laughs> about, like, that. the okay. media? Do you take what, you obviously don't take what you see on the media for, like, being real. So, like, where do you guys go to find out news and stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, do you, like, alternative research, media. like, internet, for sure, internet based. And, and I'll listen to, so like, like, what do you classify as media, right? Like, big media, let's say, maybe. I don't listen to really anything see mainstream, that? dude. I mean, that's the key, maybe. I don't listen to anything mainstream because I just feel like it's the so repetitive. It's 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 like eighty percent biased one way and twenty percent biased the other way. <laughs> no, I firmly believe that because you have Fox News, then you have all the rest of the liberal news media outlets, and it's it's so repetitive, dude. It's the same stories covered over and over again, and it's just like the people that get trapped in that and watch the news every day, you're going to be put in a box, and you're not going to be thinking anymore any. Other way. Oh, yeah. That is all a part of, I can believe, it's a part of the kind of like a mind control device and change your opinions on what they want your opinion to be. Oh, yeah. All right, you go ahead, Gerard. Can I I hit a topic real quick? Go ahead. (laughs) All right, so question. I'm very, not very as in like go out and like create a plan and then act it out, Mm -hmm. but maybe in my head I've thought about it. How would, if you could... How would you break down the society that we live in? And would you A, reshape it, or B, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what would you do. Just let it happen? Like, if, if government literally just had to completely go out the window. I think or the smaller the government, government, the better. I would probably scale it down. How do you do honest. that? How do you do that for the, the whole United States? I don't know. You're I would try way, to. Okay, wait. Decentralized government is a, uh, is a good topic. I, have you guys heard of Russell Brand? Yeah, he's a comedian, and he talks a lot about decentralized government, like making city governments more powerful uh, to make decisions in their area instead of relying on a federal government for those things. Yeah, I kind of like that idea. Yeah, I like that. Do you? Because, like, what if, like, all right, this is extremist because people say you uh, can't do what you do here, you know, in Lake City, Florida, you can't do, uh, you know, coke recreationally. But up in you know New York City, you can do Let's all the can, fucking heroin you, you want. You can get a little dime bag. And you can no, right. you can do all the heroin you want. Like I ain't going up there. Down. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> you can get robbed in Dude. one city because you know what? Their police force isn't just enough to handle it. Like they're doing it too. 
Yeah, Damn I'm guys, <laughs> this is getting this is good shit. But, but like, we're only in the city. They have the funding to be able to have a police force that they can enforce laws. But you know, in in a, a larger city where they don't have quite the the manpower, the the funds, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't happen. I yeah, if there was an attack, it would be harder to mobilize against it. I think would be one of the biggest arguments. Like yeah. if China attacked us. Yeah. I I will say that we are down to our last few seconds of the podcast. We, we might have to we might have to have you again. We'll guy we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.